0: Good morning River in the Hills Church family. My name is Kyle and my wife Brooke and I are the uh, youth and young adults pastors. She's sitting back there and the directors at the Lake Travis prayer room and I'm just thankful for the body of Christ. I'm thankful for this family. I'm thankful for each and every one of you making the choice just to to be here this morning and love on the Lord and love on each other. I'm just so thankful and I'm going to share some some things that we are going to do with our time as believers, but never, never think that no matter how you follow this message, the Lord loves you no little or no less uh, for, for anything that you do for Him. I just like the Holy Spirit, wanted me to remind you of that, that it's not about what we do for Him, it's who we are to Him, always. We are endlessly loved, perfectly, 100% loved in this moment, no matter how you respond to this message. You are absolutely, perfectly loved by God. And he doesn't just love you. He's in love with you. You are his delight. You're his delight. And so we're going to talk about some exciting, fun things this morning. But never forget that. You are his delight. Okay. So the theme and the title of the message this morning is Praying the Word. Praying the Word. Everyone say that. Praying the Word. (laughs) For some, this message will be like a spiritual tune-up, a reminder of the very important spiritual discipline that this is. And I see this message serving as a realignment to the responsibility that every believer needs to not only read these words that are written down in our Bibles, but actually pray and declare these unchanging and endlessly relevant written words back to the living God. For others, this message might be more like a tune-in, an introduction to this spiritual exercise of praying the written word of God, Or maybe for the first time you will leave this morning feeling truly empowered to take this ancient book <laughs> at any time, day or night, look at these words written on these pages and be emboldened to speak these words through your mouth, back to God, over a situation, and be encouraged with the faith that it's actually going to do something good, something God-glorifying. And I'm so excited just to simply rejoice in the Word of, of God with you guys this morning as we look at and pray from a few passages. I'm excited to rejoice in the power of the written Word becoming living and active in our hearts through faith, and then finding that most powerful expression, that most powerful outlet, the overflow from our hearts, through our mouths, in spoken prayers and declarations that have the endless ability, get this, the endless ability to shape and positively affect the spiritual and even the natural environments around us. I'm expectant, guys, that the Lord will use me this morning to remind us all of the incomprehensible power and authority that the Lord has given to each one of us in this gift of the written word of God. I have confidence this this morning that the Lord himself will take our hearts, he's going to catapult our hearts into uncharted realms of glorious authority as it relates to seeing, hearing, and agreeing, and speaking forth the (laughs) history-making, we all want to make history, the history-making dynamite power that lies inherent in every little seed of the word that's written down in these pages. I'm believing that the Holy Spirit will activate and quicken this word to become flesh, to become manifest in our reality through our mouths, that we might taste and see enough goodness, and even the exercise that we're going to do this morning, we're going to taste and see enough goodness that we might actually take the action step to start making praying the word a lifestyle. And not just an occasional grab-a-promise for a problem, but a lifestyle. Above all, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to invite and escort us into deep connectedness, deep relational connectedness with the heart of the living Jesus through this discipline of praying His Word. And to never allow this exercise of praying the Word to cross over into any religious activity where disconnected declarations begin to border on inauthentic incantations. We have to be connected as we do this exercise. Jesus said in John 5, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. But these are they which testify of me, the living person. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. May we come to him the living person of Jesus through the Holy Spirit as we take up this discipline of praying the written word. I'm asking the Holy Spirit to reveal to each one of our hearts that praying the word is always primarily about coming to him. Always primarily about jumping head first, like off a diving board, into living encounter with the living God. With this written word serving as a tool, as a springboard, into vibrant, white-hot love for the incarnate Word of God himself. Jesus, our Savior. Jesus, our righteousness. Jesus, our wisdom. Jesus, our healer. Jesus, our friend. Jesus, our lover. And Jesus, our bridegroom. And then from this place, guys, of first love, relational-based encounter with the Spirit, doing what He does best as we make this step, catapulting our hearts into the heavenly realms, truly seating us with Him, with felt nearness to the heart of God. When we then become ready from this place of access, where we're sitting with Jesus, to then shift gears from intimacy into intercession, (laughs) where we start to look down on the issues of earth, we start to look down from an elevated heavenly perspective and pray the very words of God over our situations and see them change by faith. From this elevated place of nearness to God, essentially sitting on the lap of Jesus at the right hand of the Father, from this place of true encounter, which by the blood is our true spiritual habitation, you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places right now. That's your true geography in the spirit, by the blood, we start to bring down the living realities of heaven as revealed in the Bible. And through the weapon of our mouths, you have a weapon, (laughs) we enact and enforce the edicts of the unchanging revealed heart of God in the word of God. I'll say that again. Through the weapon of our mouths, we enact and enforce the edicts of the unchanging, revealed heart of God in the written word of God. Simply put, we bring heaven to earth as we pray the word. We bring heaven to earth as we pray the word. So let's get into it. All together, let's collectively learn to pray the word this morning. (laughs) The best way to learn something is to watch someone do it and then try it yourselves. Brooke and I, we have a 17-month, almost 17-month-year-old baby girl. She's constantly doing it. this. She's watching us do something, then she's trying it herself. And she blows us away with some of the things that she's picking up. Like she, she'll pick up a Kleenex and, and act like she's blowing her nose because she's seen us do that before. She doesn't have anything to blow her nose with, but she's, just, she's doing it because she's seen us do it. When we have a little spill on the ground, she's seen Brooke get a little towel, and you know how you do when there's a spill on the ground. You put your feet on it, <laughs> and you kind of stamp it out and get the the liquid up in the towel. She, she's seen Brooke do that. So when there's a little spill, she'll grab a towel, she'll grab a paper towel, and she'll just do her little feet on it. It's amazing. That's how we learn. We watch someone do it, and then we try it ourselves. And for as amazing as she is and much she's learning, honestly, guys, she's still not very good at a lot of things. She's not very good <laughs> at a lot of things, <laughs> She's a baby or toddler, but she is trying. She's trying, and each one of her attempts to do something, no matter how imperfect it may be, causes us as parents to truly marvel. It causes real joy and real celebration to rise in our hearts as her parents, as if she did it perfectly. The same goes for us with God as our perfectly good and gracious Father. Our Father takes real joy and really celebrates each little baby step we take to come into alignment, come into agreement, come into fellowship with His holy heart as we learn to pray His Word. He loves that we go for it, and we really do grow as we go for it. As we go forward in praying the word, we grow in faith, we grow in practical application and wisdom and how to see a promise or truth written down and then pray it into our reality. So I invite you to attentively watch and listen and learn and connect your heart as I walk us through some passages in the Psalms. And as I demonstrate this discipline of asking and believing God to do what only he can do to make these written realities turn into flesh and blood, into manifested fulfillment in our world around us. Let's learn. And we won't just stop there with watching me do it. Because that's not how we really learn. We try it ourselves. So we're going to end this morning exercising our faith muscles and our praying the word muscles. We're going to see a promise from God's word. You individually. You're going to pray it over your own heart. You're going to pray it over your families. And you're going to pray it over your church family. And spoiler alert, these aren't practice prayers. They're actually going to do something when you're talking to your Father in Heaven. (laughs) And again, guys, for some of you this morning, praying the Word might feel like a brand new concept. And for the seasoned vets in the room, it might be something you've practiced faithfully and seen results in for decades. No matter if we are being tuned in first time or tuned up, if it's a lifestyle already, I invite us to come in the rest of this time with hearts of childlike humility and hunger. And allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the heaven-shaking authority and society-shifting call we all have as priests standing before our Father. In this appointed time, guys, in this appointed region where God has sovereignly called you to live, in this appointed epoch of history, no matter if we have been saved for 60 seconds, filled with the Holy Spirit for five minutes, Or 60 years. This is our season to pray the word like never before. I want everyone to hold up your Bibles. Or your phones. If you have a Bible app. Open your Bible app up. Hold it up in the sky. As you hold up the word, I want to read some verses about the Word of God, from the Word of God, that I believe will stir and activate faith in us as we jump into our intensely practical praying the Word lab and lecture this morning. As I read these, keep holding the Word up, even if your arm gets tired. They get tired in war, okay? As I read these, envision this Bible in your hand as a most dynamically powerful offensive weapon Envision this, this word as it finds expression through the gate of your mouth. That this word will become an unleashed, an unfettered weapon of righteousness that will demolish the various demonic strongholds that lay in front of each one of us. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church with the word of God in their mouth. It's not in my notes. The gates of hell will not prevail against the word of God in their mouth. Now close your eyes and envision this word having the perfectly sharpened edges of perfect truth that only the word has, (laughs) as well as the glittering, brilliantly shining light of the face of Jesus, the living word emanating gloriously from every single word on these pages. Ephesians 6, 17. Got about a minute, guys. Keep holding them up. And take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the vision of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Jeremiah 23.29. Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer, that breaks the rock in pieces. Two more. Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. One more. Isaiah 48. The grass withers. Our flesh withers. I'll add that. The flower fades. But the word of our God Stands forever. Thank you guys. So I'm gonna hold it, put it down. Imagine how <laughs> how tired must have been that soldier in the Old Testament, the story where his hand was gripped to the sword and like he couldn't release it. He probably had a, a tired arm. So you got to feel a little bit of that. If your hand's still stuck to your Bible, amen. Pray for me after. I want that anointing. Okay. Holy Spirit, would you tune us in and tune us up as we pray your inspired word now? So let's watch me pray the word. (laughs) And don't be passive watchers, too. If you have the faith to engage in any of these prayers and apply them to your situation, go for it. But you don't have to do that. You can just watch. First example, Psalm 45, the passage we're looking at. Psalm 45, 1 through 7, the target for these verses is my own heart. Your own heart. We'll see with each one of these examples a passage first and a target second. That's our first two steps in starting to learn to pray the word. We must first find our passage, <laughs> and then we have to apply it somewhere. We need our target. Passage and target. If you remember anything with this message this morning, find a passage, get a target in your heart. This passage and every passage will contain the arrows the bullets, the bombs. And remember, our tongue is the bow. It's the gun. It's the B-24 bomber plane that will release the ammo on our targets. Our target is simply, what is our target? Simply where our prayers are going by faith. That's where the Holy Spirit leads our heart to direct this ammo, these glory bombs, (laughs) and release them into real lives and real situations in real time. Prayer is so fun because it takes no money and you don't have to get on a plane to deliver these Jesus arrows and these Holy Spirit bombs. Our prayers travel where we can't. And real important, we don't have to religiously hedge ourselves in to one passage or one target as we take up this exercise. When you sit before the Lord with your Bible, you don't have to hedge yourself in with one passage or one target. The Holy Spirit can shift either of these at any time. But I encourage us to at least come into our praying the word times with at least a general idea of a book of the Bible or a chapter and a general idea of where we want to go with our prayers. The target, as we'll see in this first example, a lot of times it's our own hearts first. First. Our initial bullseye might be these 77 square inches (laughs) of this most important spring of life that determines all the issues of life around us. And then when our heart is settled, when it's clear, when it's full of faith, then the Holy Spirit can instantaneously shift us, transport us by faith into a royal palace in the country of Jordan where we're praying for the King of Jordan. Go from this little 77 square inches to thousands of miles away in a moment. The Holy Spirit's a good leader. Allow him the unconditional flexibility and breathing room to shift and expand these passages and targets at any time. All right, example one, Psalm 45, my own heart. Let me model this prayer for us this morning. I'm going to read through and pray as the Spirit leads. I haven't practiced these prayers, (laughs) so this is as the Spirit leads. But I invite you to apply your heart. Teach one of these, and if you have the faith for it, apply it to your own heart, even as I pray. So here we go. What's the passage? Psalm 45. What's the target? My heart is overflowing with a good theme. Father, would you cause my heart to overflow with a good theme of the face of Jesus this morning? I recite my composition concerning the King. Lord, would you give me words to speak back to you? that move your heart. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Lord, would you fill my heart with so much of you that you would cause the words that come out to bring you absolute glory. You are fairer than the sons of men. Holy Spirit, would you reveal to me the beauty of Jesus? Grace is poured upon your lips. Jesus, I must hear Words that are full of grace from your mouth to my heart. Would you speak words to my heart right now? Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Jesus, if God is blessing you forever, would you cause my heart to bless you forever? Gird your sword upon your thigh, O mighty one. Jesus, would you take up your mighty weapon of war? And would you slash every enemy to intimacy with my heart to you? Would you Do battle on the distractions of my heart with your glory and your majesty. And in your majesty, would you ride prosperously to my heart? Lord, would your destination on that horse with the sword on your thigh, would it be to my heart? And would you speak truth? Would you speak humility to my heart? Would you speak and make my heart righteous by your blood? Lord, would your right hand teach you awesome things as you do battle for my heart? Lord, would your arrows be sharp in my enemies and your enemies? Because your enemies are my enemies. And Lord, would my heart fall under you in total submission and surrender? All right, we got through five verses. Again, that wasn't practice. That was real. This is always real when you're connected to the living word. He listens every word. And he makes it a reality. All right, example two Target, Brooke, Lane, baby boy in the womb, and any future children, my immediate family. <laughs> Mama Gina, mother in law, is coming in agreement because <laughs> that's her baby and her grandbabies. So take any of these prayers, guys, and apply them to your family. Feel free to do that as I pray. Great Psalm for praying for your family Psalm 112. Hard to beat this psalm. Psalm 112, 1 through 10. (laughs) And again, I'm going to model this prayer for you guys. But grab it for your spouse. Grab it for your future spouse. Grab it for your kids. Grab it for your future kids. Grab it for your parents. Grab it. All right. What's the passage? Psalm 112, target my immediate family. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Father, would you cause the fear of you to permeate our home? Would you release wisdom as you release the fear of the Lord over our hearts? Would we revere you? Would we honor you? Would we obey you in the obedience to the fear of the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments? Father, would our greatest delight in this this world not be any applause from man, not be anything on the outside but be your very words, your commandments when you speak them to our hearts. Would our greatest delight be in your words alone. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. Lord, I pray for baby Lane that she will be a mighty woman of God in the likeness of Deborah for this generation. I pray for our baby boy that he would be a great intercessor like Daniel Nash that would pray in revivals and birth in the spirit (laughs) the generation of the upright will be blessed. Lord, our future generation will be blessed as we delight greatly in your commandments and as we fear you. Wealth and riches will be in our house. Lord, would you provide, would you overprovide for every need that we have so that we can be a blessing to others? Would you bless us to be a blessing? And his righteousness endures forever. Lord, would our righteousness in you endure forever as we come into you by faith and as we receive your blood and your salvation as a whole family unit. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. Lord, on our darkest days, would you emanate, God, your glory? Would you bust in with light, the light of your face, God? Would the light of your presence, your face, dispel any darkness that might be surrounding us, any attack, no weapon formed against us will prosper? He is gracious, full of compassion, and righteous. Lord, with Brooke, with Lane, with baby boy, any future children, with my heart, would we be gracious first? Would we be full of the compassion of Jesus, Father? And would we be righteous, Lord, in you to others? Would we deal graciously, God, and lend? Would we be open-handed? Father, when you tell us to give to someone, will we do it and not doubt that you're going to provide and over-provide in return? And would we guide our affairs with discretion? Father, would you give us great wisdom with our time? Great wisdom with our gifts? Great wisdom, God, would you give us? Surely we will never be shaken. Would you cause Brooke and Lane and Baby Boy never to be shaken? Never to be shaken, but be founded on the rock. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. Lord, will we be in everlasting remembrance before you? Lord, will we be famous in heaven In Jesus' name. All right. Y'all getting the idea here? (laughs) All right. I'm going to pray for you guys now. Psalm 37. And I hope you're picking up as I go through these guys. I hope you're picking up that you see these words and they can actually become reality. That you can creatively, through the Holy Spirit, apply these words into your situation that these become alive in our reality. Okay, Psalm 37, 1 through 11. We'll see if we can get up, but it's okay. I'll just pray it over you. Do not fret, River in the Hills Church family, because of evildoers. (laughs) Lord, I pray for every single person in this room. Any worry because of evil around them would flee in the name of Jesus. That the blood of Jesus would fall and deliver any from fretting of the uncertain future. Lord, I pray a release of certainty in your salvation, your protecting love for every family. Would you release the certainty of Jesus, no matter what the evil is on the outside? Lord, would you prepare a table for each of these families in the presence of their enemies? Would they sit down and eat with you? Eat of your presence, eat of your goodness. Lord, would you cause them to not fret, but to be a light, to be salt. For they, is speaking to the evildoers, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Lord, would you show each one of the church family in here, <laughs> hey, baby, hi, I prayed for you, so now you came up. <laughs> it's okay, rookie has got her. Okay. <laughs> this is a church family, it's Okay. I'll see you after service, Lane. Okay. They shall soon be cut down the grass and wither as the green herb. Father, would you show our church that those who live lifestyles and don't repent, Lord, that they're not going to last forever, The evil will stop. Would you show them and give them hearts to pray, Lord, that the people around them who are workers of iniquity would turn so they don't wither, would turn so they're not cut down. Lord, would you give our people such boldness to say, hey, this is your future without Jesus. You will be cut down. But would you do what the Lord has led me to do? Would you do verse 3? Would you trust in the Lord and do good? Lord, I pray for a radical trust in you and a radical grace to do good in every situation with all of the might, all of the strength, all the time that you give them. And Lord, I speak this over our people, that each one of them would dwell in the land and they would feed on your faithfulness. Lord, I thank you for rooting and grounding every single precious son and daughter in this room, in this land, that they would put down roots if if you call them to do that. They would dwell and know at the end of the day, they're going to be left in provision, in bounty, and in goodness. And they will feed on your faithfulness. Lord, I, I thank you for that bounty, that table in the presence of their enemies. Lord, I thank you for being faithful to them every single morning, every single evening, at noon, every moment. Would you release your faithfulness and the experiential knowledge of your faithfulness. In Jesus' name. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to skip the, the other three examples and we're going to go right into. They're, they're good. We could talk about them later, maybe But uh, it was going to keep expanding from me to family to church family uh, to our country to overseas. And that's a great way to go. Okay, now it's time for us to pray the word. Marissa and team, you can go ahead and come on up. Just so you know the prayer targets, if you want to write these down. And you try it yourself. Maybe this would be good homework. <laughs> For examples four, five, and six. Example four was Psalm 110, verse one and two. Psalm 110, verse one and two. That was the passage. And the target was the other churches in the Lake Travis region. I had seven names down of pastors. We have prayer resources with those pastors' names and their churches. Example five was Psalm 72. One through eight. The first target was President Trump. The first four verses. Would you see President Trump in those first four verses? And then America in general in verses five through eight. Psalm seventy-two one through eight. And then example six, which would have been the most intense. (laughs) It was Psalm two one through six, and then ten through twelve. Psalm two verses one through six and then ten through twelve. And the target there were the presidents and kings of the nations that are immediately surrounding Israel, that are touching Israel. So we had Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Syria, Palestine, and Lebanon. And we're going to pray for them by name. But y'all go do that. That's a great homework for you guys as you're practicing and as you're activated this morning. So now it's your turn, church. I'm not, you're not going to have to do it up here. Don't worry about that. We had the demonstration. You see me do it. Now it's time for you to give it a go. This is a quick lab. This is hearkening back to a couple of messages that were given by my dad recently where we we're all stirred to action as we learned that every believer can be used by God to prophesy, to encourage, that every single believer can be used by God to heal others through the name of Jesus. Well, here's our chance to walk out this important fact that all can pray the word with boldness and confidence. You have everything you need because you have the Bible and the Holy Spirit. That's all you need. All right, exercise one. This, these are short and sweet, by the way. Let's try this. And the worship team's just gonna play instrumentally, and you just connect your heart with God and see if you can take this verse and apply it first to those 77 square inches of your heart. About 30 seconds to a minute, and I just encourage you guys, break the sound barrier if you can. Be honest with how you pray before the Lord. If it's a little whisper, he loves to hear the sound of your voice. He answers our silent prayers, but he, there's something so special when we hear our prayers through our mouths, back to our ears, in our hearts. So I encourage you, even just a whisper, break the sound barrier here. And if, if your honest prayer is you yelling and it's full vigor and passion, you have freedom here. Pray honestly for these 30 seconds to a minute. The passage is Isaiah 23, 6. It's one verse. The target is your own heart your own mind here's a verse you will keep him that's the Lord the Lord himself you will keep him in perfect shalom peace <laughs> nothing missing nothing broken you will keep this person whose mind and whose heart is stayed on you because he trusts in you is it not Isaiah 23 6 okay What's that? Oh, 263. There we go. 263. Isaiah 26:3. You will keep him in perfect peace. It's up there on the screen. His mind has stayed on you because he trusts in you. So pray that. 30 seconds to a minute. sense a release of peace as you prayed this over your own heart. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? One little verse can change your whole environment. One little verse prayed back over your heart can change your whole environment. I prayed for trust because trust would lead my my mind to be stayed on Jesus, which will then lead me into peace. Alright, second activation exercise here passage Psalm 37 25 and 26 target your family so if you're here with your family you can just hold hands and practice praying these two verses again 30 seconds a minute I have been young (laughs) and now I am old (laughs) yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken (laughs) Nor his descendants, that's all his kids, begging bread. They're going to be provided for. He is ever merciful and lends. Real similar to Psalm 12. And his descendants are blessed. Let's pray these over your family. If you're here with some family, grab their hand. fun who has more faith for their family now (laughs) I have more faith for my family (laughs) it's so simple it's so fun we have everything we need there's no excuses (laughs) third last one passage Isaiah 60 20 through 22 you can back up to 19 because it's amazing Isaiah 60 this whole passage you can't go wrong praying for your church family this whole this whole chapter Isaiah 60 20 through 22 target your river in the hills church family if you're visiting from another church your local church family and when you pray for a target you get god's love for the target it just happens when you pray for something you get god's love for that target and so you're gonna love your church family like never before you're gonna want to fight for them like never before when you pray for them. That goes true for anything. When you pray for your own heart, you love yourself. When you pray for your family, you love your family. When you pray for the King of Jordan, you love the King of Jordan, no matter what he's doing. It's crazy. Okay, let's go. Your sun shall no longer go down river in the hills, nor shall your moon withdraw itself, for the Lord will be your everlasting light. And the days of your mourning, river in the hills, shall be ended. Also your people shall all be righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand. And a small one, a strong nation, who's doing it, I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. Take 15, 30 seconds. Pray that over your church family. This was an activation morning for many. (laughs) I believe faith has been sparked as we have seen and experienced the written word becoming so alive in our hearts through prayer. I see the Lord even activating from this place dormant and even new prayer closets, spaces that might seem unassuming when you look at them, but spaces that will soon become seats of heavenly governmental power Filled with the authority to bring about real societal change, to bring heaven to earth. I see the Lord breathing His written word in you and through you in many different locations. That as long as you have access to a Bible (laughs) or you have that word hidden in your heart that you've treasured up over the years, any bedroom any classroom, any car, any sidewalk, any nature trail, any hillside will instantaneously become a spiritual birthing room where real revival, real change, real life will become birth for whole regions and even nations. Looking at you, Ben and Colette and Emily. Through the word of God going forth from your lips. Yeah. And remember, every single Praying the Word session must be done in and through conversational relationship with the author of these words. (laughs) It's like sitting down with Tolkien talking about Lord of the Rings or sitting down with C.S. Lewis talking about Chronicles of Narnia. But both of these authors have passed away, and even if they're alive, it most likely would be extremely difficult to get 30 minutes with them. (laughs) But our God never dies and always has time for you. Will you make time for him? As your father, and as you as his son or daughter, his door is always open. You don't have to make an appointment with him. Come to him as the precious, chosen, and endlessly valuable living stone. And let him know you through his word. Let him really know you. And let him become intimate with your heart as you become intimate with his. Through talking with him about his word and releasing this word word into the environment around you. So here we go. Here's an as-we-go action step as we leave this room today. I want to invite us all to receive a Declaring the Word Starter Kit. We have all lined up here on the chairs. We're going to be handing them out in a moment. But I want us to receive a Declaring the Word Starter Kit if you feel the Holy Spirit inviting you to grow in this lifestyle of praying the Word. Keywords: lifestyle, praying the Word. This starter kit was graciously put together by Steve and Susan Casey, elders at Life Austin Church. You go ahead and come on up, guys. You grab your, your packets and just be right here, Dad. You can grab your, your packets and be on the right side here. This starter kit that the Caseys put together and have amassed over years <laughs> because they live this out. The reason why I called them here is because they live this out when they hand you this this isn't just a a disconnected exchange there's a real impartation that they're going to bless you with short one 15 30 seconds but they've cultivated a lifestyle of this and it's changed the region around them i'd even go as to say because of the casey's faithfulness in declaring the words there are over 30 ninth grade young men hearing the word of god and worshiping every friday morning because of their faithfulness it changes it changes the world And Susan will tell you, she just walks around her neighborhood. I mean, she does a lot of things, but she'll walk around her neighborhood just praying in the Spirit, declaring the Word. She's got her prayer closet. She's got her spaces. It's not glorious when you're looking at her, but it's glorious when ninth graders meet Jesus on a Friday morning. Forever. All right, this starter kit, guys. Look at these in in these, these amazing people's hands right now. Look at these. as like a heavenly stockpile of ammunition that the Casey's have amassed over the years as they have grown in their authority and their understanding of their identity as praying kings, (laughs) as praying queens, as praying priests, and as praying prophets of the Lord. This starter kit is like a heavenly blueprint strategy that will help teach you and give you enduring keys to unlock the realities of heaven in your experience in the experience of the world around you. But this stockpile of ammunition, it needs more weapons. And that's where you guys come in. This stockpile needs the weapons of hearts, living hearts, that see these words and cause them to find expression through your mouths, mouths that have been given over to this lifestyle of praying the word. These bullets need willing vessels to fire their glorious power into the homes, the workplaces, and the larger regions that each one of you flows in and out of throughout your weeks. So if you feel that tug to make a willful choice to grow in the discipline, the lifestyle. That's the, that's the step. To grow in the discipline, the lifestyle, praying the word and releasing its power around you. As we officially dismiss this morning, I invite you to come up now. If you want to receive this starter kit and just form a line, you can come up these aisles right here and just form a line. I'm going to be down here in the center, hand them out as well. I invite you to come up now to receive this starter kit. We'll quickly pray a 15, 30 second impartation prayer of faith, courage, perseverance as you follow through in this lifestyle discipline of praying God's word. And most importantly, we will pray that you experience a profound growth in the most sacred, intimate, loving relationship with Jesus in the very exercise of praying his word. So if that's you this morning, I want you to invite you to go ahead and stand up and make it down the aisle and just form a line. It'll be quick. And if you're watching online, we didn't forget about you. If you're watching online and want to receive a PDF online file of the Starter Kit, and also prayer covers for your action step, I invite you to comment Starter Kit right now. YouTube or Facebook, comment Starter Kit on the live stream. And we have some appointed people who will see your name either right now or later on today, and they'll pray these same blessings that's being imparted right here for faith and courage to actually live this lifestyle out. They'll pray those same blessings over you as we send you a file of the, of the starter kit. If there's anyone in here who needs prayer for general needs, we're going to have some amazing prayer warriors over on this back wall underneath these prayer vision boards. We're going to have Pastor Nate. We're going to have Todd and Sarah Adams and Ben Kowinski over there to agree with Heaven's Best for whatever need you might have. Marissa and the team are going to continue to worship as people are receiving their starter kits and prayer. And if you want to stay and linger, feel free but just know we are officially dismissed now. (laughs) I love you guys so much. I'll be up here in the middle handing out starter kits as well if you want to kind of peel off and, and let these lines go down. I love you guys so much. Thank you for staying locked in and for receiving this amazing battle strategy and this call to stand before the Lord as a priest and call down His reality in the world around you. The Lord loves you. And he's going to fill you this week, I believe, with his love and his word like never before. That's my prayer for you as you go. Love you guys.